Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. That's me. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so welcome back to our podcast, everyone. For today, we will be discussing season three of the Netflix original series, Sex Education. Um, so we, we have discussed seasons one and two in the past because yes. as our, uh, oh God, our uh-huh. regular, <laughs> as our regular viewers know, uh, Jamie and I have a special place in our hearts for any show that talks about sex, whether it's among high school students or among the elderly, we don't care. We don't discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> So we will be discussing season three of Sex Education today. Um, and for those who aren't familiar with it, it is a very kind of a long series um, for us, especially to have watched in one week. Yeah. It's eight episodes um, averaging 50 to 55 minutes each. So a lot of stuff happens that we probably won't get to because there's, it's just a very packed show of yeah. content. Um, but we will we will go over to highlights for you anyways. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, so which, what did you think of, of season three? So I, I was not disappointed by season three. I, there were definitely some interesting developments that I hadn't expected. Um, yes. But overall, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was, you know, on par with the other two seasons and full of just like both witty, witty lions and also just like beautiful quotes that we'll get to yeah. eventually. What about you? Um, yeah, so I, one of the things that I really thought they did better about in this season was it seems like so much of the storylines in the past two seasons have been the only reason the storyline existed was because of lack of communication between the characters. And (laughs) we had commented and complained about that with both of the last two seasons. And I feel like there was less of that happening in this season. They, they, the characters made much more of an effort to talk to each other about like what was happening and in their lives to like resolve issues, which I I really liked that and that we, we hadn't seen much of before. Yeah. But, um, Oh, there was a lot of things that I like. Oh, I just fucking hated hope. <laughs> yeah, well, hope is the worst. Oh just my god! Period. Like I understand yeah. that hope is going through things, trying to do IVF and stuff, but she is just like off the rails. Like, uh, I, 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 I thought I hated Michael as the headmaster <laughs> in the yeah. last two seasons, but like I wanted him to come back. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like replace hope and i i'm sorry i know infertility can be very frustrating to women but the fact that she's going through that does not make her a more sympathetic character in my mind like learning that about her changed nothing of my no. opinions about what a complete asshole she is yep and they especially and... as the season progresses and right. she gets like worse and worse and worse. oh yeah that's the thing like yeah, if they had made it, I mean, the things that she she does is just, are just like so beyond acceptable, like right. shaming the students for different things to the point where I thought Lily might try to kill herself, um, like just doing all and making them wear like the shame ba- like name tag things or what do you want to call that? I don't know. It was just crazy, and then like ultimately with um, 
God, I forgot their name. Uh, Jackson's love interest. Oh, Cal. Cal. Like manhandling Cal and locking them in a fucking room. Like just because their clothes weren't as tight as she would have appreciated them to be is insane. I'm like, Cal is wearing the fucking uniform. Like, who cares if it's baggy? Like, come on, Hope. Yeah. (laughs) Take your bath here. (laughs) Right, and it's like, like we understand, like no one is going to come into your school and expect everything to be like, you know, perfect, and everyone to have like the perfect cropped pant and like all this nonsense. Like, they just want to make sure that like the students are following your protocols, which P.S. they aren't because you're no. fucking insane. All her protocols. Her, okay, I saw so, the whole premise behind like Hope taking over the headmaster position is that like the school is in danger of losing funding, which would mean that it would essentially be closed down if their donors kind of pull their funding or their investors um, pull pull their funding. So because it's been labeled by the media as like this scandalous sex school, (laughs) like they're trying to turn that image around to the point of actually renaming the school and trying to rebrand everything, putting uniforms on the kids and forcing everybody into perfect little boxes of for their identity with no individual at all um which of course backfires amazingly with with the school assembly yeah. um and being there but um I love where was that. i going i'm not sure um <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're talking about why she was hired there and oh what her role was. um yeah so she was hired to try and like clean up the school and and make it more presentable but i don't feel as though she had to go about it the way that she does. And it oh, doesn't no. like there are definitely moments where it seems like she herself is not okay with what she's doing. Right. Like almost get the sense that she's being forced to do this by somebody else. Yeah. Uh, but there's, that's never shown You just kind of get this feeling that she feels guilty about what she's doing, but she does it anyways. And yeah, yeah we get- <laughs> don't, don't understand her motivation right yeah we see a couple i mean i think we're meant to believe that she came from a school that she sort of transformed and made like much better right so she was hired for this job explicitly by the board because they knew that she could enact change and so then i think we're supposed to understand with like the small snippets of when she's kind of like reciting her speeches and she's kind of like oh fuck this like that she 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 really doesn't want to have to be doing that but like you know, she ex- there's expecting results, otherwise she's probably going to lose her job and she can't really f- afford her IVF treatments without the money because now insurance isn't covering, you know, like any of that stuff is just well, supposed to be okay. building up. But So that is my other question, then, because I don't really know how the like United Kingdom's healthcare system yeah. works, but is fertility treatment covered underneath their universal healthcare? I don't know. Insurance might not be an issue for her as far That's as true. the funding. yeah i mean i know that they said that like i guess maybe they were just kind of withholding treatment because they said that she wasn't you know reacting or like her body wasn't really taking to it and that they didn't want to do it so closely between things so that was really like i guess her struggle there maybe not. yeah that was was like the doctor wasn't willing to put her through the treatment again so soon last round like she needed to wait longer but there didn't ever seem to be an issue with like finance like financially being able to afford the fertility treatment so she doesn't need this job for right. that reason anyways. That's true. 
So it doesn't. So her her infertility doesn't make her a more sympathetic character because it, it doesn't even tie into right. her job. All <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess like the the only thing, the only like um, redeeming feature of Hope that I enjoyed uh, was that we got to see Otis interacting with her at the end, and yeah. like that special moment when Jean overheard him, like basically, what do they always say, therapizing um therapizing her and i was like you know it was made her see that he kind of knows what he's doing after all which was kind of cool yeah yeah he has learned from from gene a little bit on how to be a therapist (laughs) but um still don't like hope no and the only thing i would change about the the um assembly was that they didn't play the recording of hope bad mouthing the whole like student forum like i know that viv sent it to everybody like all the students but i wanted that to be like for the investors to see like hope bad mouthing everybody and then like some like a picture or some video of all the stu- the three students who have been forced to wear those shame signs in school by her like i wanted like the investors to know why everybody at the assembly was putting on their own like shame sign was because she had done this to the students and they don't make that clear either yeah but, um, they don't yeah that's true i guess maybe they were well i don't know what they were trying to do or maybe it's later in the thing and then it's interrupted when cal <laughs> falls through yeah. the ceiling <laughs> Maybe. And then also the students don't know that that this assembly is like basically determining whether or not the school is going to continue having funding. Right. So I think maybe they just kind of wanted to stick it to hope without their, their goal wasn't to maybe explain to the investors what was going on. It was just to kind of stick it to hope. Yeah, to make her show that, you know, despite her trying to force change on them, they're all the proud of who they are. Right. Um, which does ultimately mean that they do lose funding. And so a main hook of season four is going to be probably relocating everyone to different schools and or trying to find a way save. to save this one. Yeah. Portal, yeah. That'll be that'll be interesting. Do you think they'll it's a little early to discuss this, but do you think they'll do a season four? This is a British show. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think they would. Although I it's kind so. of like um, like Asa Butterfield, who plays Otis, does look like he's getting old, like older. So oh, I don't know if we can nice. really believe that he's a 16-year-old. Like, you know, it's hard to believe all of them are 16-year-olds or whatever. 17. Um, so that's a, that's a bit of a... Or 17-year-olds is a bit of a stretch. But... Um, yeah, like they're 30, but, you know. I think they probably are at least mid-20s. But yeah, they probably don't look 30. I just wish that they looked 30 because, you know, I'm 32. So then I could look younger. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think, uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think they look young still, like, but anyway, um, I, think well, that, I think they through all of the high school movies that we watch to think that high schoolers look <laughs> much older than they actually do. I know, it's true. But anyway, but, so. Yeah. So that's kind of hope for this for this yeah that's kind of hope she won't if we have a season four she won't be in it for sure or certainly not as headmistress i don't know if they'd bring her back for any other reason but she wouldn't be wouldn't be running the school (laughs) um but yeah so that's hope um who should we discuss next do you want to talk about gene and jacob sure why not because 
That's a whole shit show there, oh too. Oh, my God. What a disaster. Talk about another hook that'll be in season four if it exists. Oh, um, I know. <laughs> is it his baby or isn't it? Oh, how, what do you think? Because they leave it up in the air. She opens up the paternity test and just says, oh, shit. So do you think, like, it's, oh, shit, Jacob's actually not the father and... I've been wrong about it or like, oh shit, he is the father. And now I'm like tied to him for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I think, I think that Jakob is going to be the father. Okay. Because I don't think, because they make a big point about him being distrustful of her and not thinking that the baby's his. So I, I, I feel like it's too on the nose to be like, ah, he was right. I feel like right. it'll be his. But I feel like there's going to be some weird DNA twist to it somehow. And I'm not <laughs> sure what that'll be. But it's got to be something that they've like... Or maybe they'll find out that she has... Maybe they like did a DNA test of her. T- I don't know what it'll be. But I mean, it has to be hers. Well, it, I, it should be. <laughs> I don't know how else it can. I cannot. Like, Unless she's like one that. of those people who like absorbed her twin in the womb and has separate DNA. I don't know. But... And it's really the twins' baby. Yeah, that happens, yeah. I guess. We but, have the absorbed twins' child. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that I. I don't know. Do you think it's not his baby? That's what they make you want to think. I I want it to be Jakob's baby because yeah. I like that storyline, and I think that if it's not his, he'll basically just be out of the next season. He's not going to stick around, you yeah. know, if she cheated on him or whatever. Um, but I suppose like it may be because she's the baby was already premature and she has, you know, issues during the labor. Um, so maybe the baby is more premature than she even thought. And she got pregnant after they broke up and she actually, you know, gave birth at like six months instead of seven months or something. Mm. Um, in which case, it's not that she cheated on him. It's just that she got pregnant after they broke up. Um, so that there could be a twist with that. Um, right. Like, I don't know. I don't, just like, I don't know why else she would say, oh, shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it wasn't the news she was expecting it right. to be, but it'd just be Netflix wanting me to think that, too. Right. Unless this whole time she was unsure if it was his baby, but that's not how she presented. Like, she was very certain that it was his, so. And I can't remember much from from season two because it's been a while since we watched it but i don't remember her having an affair with anybody when she was with Jakob. like they were together it seemed like you know they were faithful to each other so i think the only way that it's not his is if it's actually somebody like she slept with after breaking up with Jakob and and the debate like more premature than what she thought it was kind of thing yeah yeah. Which, I mean, it is, like, on a vent alert, like, in one of those baby incubation things, like, yeah. on support, because it is a very premature baby. So it, it could be that. It could be, but it would definitely... I did rewatch season two before I watched season three, um, okay. like, a week before it was released. And the only thing that really happens between them is... Um, or she... I don't think we see her, like, having sex with anyone... She near like she kisses her ex husband briefly, but I don't right. think they had sex. So like, oh. that's the only thing that happened. So if they she have, did yeah. have sex with someone, we we didn't see it at least before she okay. knew she was pregnant. Okay, so I mean that's more reason to believe that it probably is Jacob's, and this is just Netflix trying to make me think that it's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, 
and and maybe maybe Jim is just shocked that it is his, and she's like, oh, I really do have to have a connection with this man for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did like that they went into the exploration of the fact that like it was a very quick relationship, like. They don't really yeah. know anything about each other. Like she learns that he's like kind of conservative and has like very man, like traditional manly views about how a child should be and like all this stuff. And it was interesting watching her, you know, <laughs> learn that. Yeah. She wasn't thrilled about that. She was. So they kind of like once she finally tells Jakob that she's pregnant, they kind of go into this like, let's be a family mode. And, yeah. you know. And then Ola move in, and I don't know that that was necessarily the best yeah. first step for for him and and Jean to be taking at that point. But um, yeah, I'm not surprised that things went sideways with that arrangement. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's also like how aw like awkward to to for Otis and Ola who had been dating and like you know been exploring each other's bodies and stuff and then suddenly they're actually just like siblings it's like yeah oops even more so now that they have in theory like a half sister together like shared half sister can you imagine like one day like later on you know they're gonna be like oh my sister and brother and someone's gonna let slip that they had like been together i know they're not related (laughs) related but times and almost had sex (laughs) yeah it's gonna be weird i mean they weren't related when that happened that was no. prior to gene and Jakob meeting it's actually how gene and Jakob met i think because um otis and ola were dating but <laughs> yeah they were definitely all doing things at the same time together not together but you know That's in each group an orgy with the parents involved oh god but um That's not what happens in this show <laughs> there's a lot of sex but not quite that weird yeah <laughs> well I mean, if we talk about Lily's sexual fantasies, hers are arguably weirder than that. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel really bad about for Lily in the, in this season, and I know that's yeah. the point. Like we're meant to, but like yes. talk at you said at the beginning about like how there wasn't really a lack of communication, and like really, <laughs> there was a pretty big like communication issue between Lily and Ola. I guess yes. like in a way, but they, like basically neither was really catering or like wanting to hear the other side although Ola was really just like being honest right she was like we don't always have to have sex with tentacles on like I'm glad you like that but can we just sometimes have normal quote normal sex and 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 I completely see where Ola is coming from because she has fully embraced like Lily's alien sexual fantasy you know all the way she's all in wearing the costumes and all she says is i think that we occasionally could have sex without all of this and kind of like live in have it be in the real world which you know leads to lily discovering that ola doesn't believe in aliens kind of thing and and that's like a breaking point almost in their relationship but It's just, I guess Lily is just very interesting to me because her whole, like, like almost her whole sexual identity is based on this, like, alien sex fantasy that she appears to have had most all of her life back, yeah. you know, from the time that she was, like, a preteen. They show, like, a flashback to her writing these stories, um, which is just very interesting that that's, like, yeah. what her whole identity is kind of like based around is this sexual fantasy and if Ola can't be like completely committed to that 
it like almost i mean it we don't know really where the relationship stands they you know kissed yeah. at the end of the the se- at the end of the season and watched the shooting stars together but whether or not they're actually going to be okay as a couple kind of remains up in the air because i don't know that ola wants every time she has sex oh, no. to be wearing alley and tentacles <laughs> right yeah, and you, I mean, you can't blame her. Like, there has to right. be some sort of compromise in all aspects of a relationship, that included. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and, and if, like, Lily cannot, like, actually be intimate without that stuff, then right. I feel like that kind of goes to show, too, that, like, part of the sexual, like, I don't know, maybe she's more interested in this, like, vision she has of what Ola represents versus, like, actually Ola herself. <laughs> because otherwise she would be fine being with her without that. Right. So that kind of remains to be seen for a potential season four as to whether or not they're able to sort things out in their relationship. But I do feel like very sorry for Lily that she gets humiliated by hope the way that she does. But I feel bad for all three of them really that that happens. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like that ultimately, like when Lily comes back, there's at least that one girl who comes up to her and wants her autograph because she actually like, yeah. legitimately loves the story. Yeah. She's That's like, cute. oh, yeah, that King, Captain King, whoever was my, is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So that helps her turn around. And I'm glad at the end, like once Otis realizes that like he needs to be helping people and he need, can't shut that part of his life off, that uh, he goes and meets up with her. Just to, like, yeah. you know, tell her that he's sorry and that, well, you know, see what's going on with her. That was good. Yeah. It seems like it kind of helped because the next day and then she was ready to go back to school, even though she still thought she was going to throw all of her alien things away. Yeah. But she doesn't. No. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I like that her mom connects with her, too, after she gets advice about, like, from Jean, I think, about how to connect. Maybe. And, she, and she's, yeah. she, uh, you know, tells her about her alien sighting or her UFO sighting. <laughs> Which cute. might have been like her mom being very drunk yeah. and looking or something. Had you been <laughs> drinking? I don't know what it was. Um, but um Yeah, that was fun. We'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much the So what do you think of mm-hmm. Adam this season? I really like Adam's development in this season. Okay. I, th- I, I thought he was good. I, I thought, so there are definitely things that obviously like personally he needs to work on, but I think that he did get better at feeling comfortable with like his sexuality. Um, he got comfortable. I loved his, like the short, like the small relationships he was building with different characters in this season. Yeah. Like I love that he and um, Ruby ended up k- hitting it off over whatever show they were talking about. I can't, Kardashians yeah. was it? Yeah. I love that they were, you know, really into that. I, I ultimately like where his and Eric's relationship went. Yeah. Because, you know, the long and short of that is that they're at different places. And I think that they both, when we hear his poem that he wrote, we realized that Adam is aware of that too before. And that was before they officially broke up. Right. Like he had given him that and he's like, you know, if this is the, if their time is ending, 
you know, know that I've appreciated blah, blah, blah. I didn't write down any of the quote, but I, yeah. I, oops. Um, but I, I really liked that they came to that resolution because I think it's important for people who are watching it to see that like, even if they seem to be these sort of like star-crossed lovers who need to be together, it's true that like two people are not always at the same place in life. And Eric is ready to spread his wings and fly free. And that's why he got with uh, Opa, uh, Oba. That's why he Something. kissed that guy in yeah. Nigeria and wanted to like live the life of like going to clubs and stuff. And Eric is not ready to like, you know, be dancing in a gay club and like feeling comfortable with that and making out completely in public and all this stuff. He's just not ready. And I think it was very adult of them to kind of realize that. Right. So I think I liked that. And the fact that Eric is develop or um, Adam is developing relationships with other people. I thought that was fun. Yeah. And healthy for him. Yeah. yeah. And then he and found he's his dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's found his little passion. He got best newcomer in show or whatever. Yeah. Um, but what, what about you? Do you have other feelings about Eric? Well, okay. So my, I never liked Eric and Adam yeah. together from the very beginning. It just seemed like Eric dating his abuser kind of situation. Oh, yeah. Which is definitely. Otis's big reservation about it too. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like the season starts off where you're supposed to think that like they've overcome that and, yeah. you know, Adam's changing and I'm glad that Eric could help Adam make that change. But I'm also very glad that Eric was adult enough to realize that they weren't like soulmates, you know, right. like it was time for them to part ways and for to, to pursue their own paths in life because I never really liked them together. I hope it doesn't break Adam and send him back the other direction, but um, hopefully yeah. not since like come out to his mom. So she knows about, you know, that, that he's gay now too. So that was hopefully help him to, to not go back in the closet and go yeah. the other direction. I think he identifies in the show as bi. I don't know if he will have a relationship with a woman at all, but. Well, he sort of, I guess he did, like, in season one, he was dating um, Amy. Was, oh, that's as, right. Yeah. Yeah. I like, very that. Yeah, but, only but, um, in, like, episode one or something. Yeah, and he was, like, constantly just walking around, swinging his gigantic <laughs> dick all over the school. <laughs> Which has made it, you know, also has a cameo in this season. Yes, uh, it does. You get to see his dick again, or, or somebody's dick that is supposed to be Adam's. Yeah. We don't actually know that actor's dick but you see dicks <laughs> yes you do um yeah above dicks yes definitely but yeah no i i yeah i i i'm glad that they kind of split ways too and i i agree that i think that he's not going to make any back steps because as you say he does come out to his mother and tell her that eric was her, his boyfriend and then he just him going to the com the dog competition i think shows that too because he still wanted to do something that was that he had an interest in. He's still trying to find his interests. And I feel like if it had shattered him completely, he wouldn't have gone. Yeah. You know, he I would have slid right back into the, into the pit. I, I kind of see maybe him and Remy getting together. Raheem, next... you mean? Hmm? Raheem? Raheem, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Getting next season. Um, I kind of, like, I was hoping he would show up at the dog training thing since Adam had sort of, like, I think he was not there, wasn't he? I just remember seeing the mom and the teacher. Was oh, he maybe not. Off the double check. But yeah, I thought he might come so, too. I was kind of hoping that he was, and I, but I didn't see him there. And 
but maybe maybe he was and they just didn't show him like more than very briefly <laughs> yeah I, I can't remember now but yeah i also yeah i'm also wondering if it's if there is a season four if in season four they're gonna get together because not only did you know did um adam take the blame for his shit excavates oh my god <laughs> but I, but I just what thinking yeah. when I don't know. I think he didn't want to be caught with like the next person going in and seeing all the shit and apparently it reeked to high heaven, but like Oh my gosh. Like the worst thing you can do when you plug up a toilet is to keep flushing it, number one. If it's already (laughs) plugged, don't pour water to the situation. And like I don't feel like there's any world in which you could unplug the toilet by reaching in and pulling the turd out because it would (laughs) like in the pipe by that point most likely <laughs> right so that was such a weird situation <laughs> it really was um I think that a bus toilet is just like an outhouse where it just falls into a tank below and and there is no like plugged up situation <laughs> right yeah no it's it was definitely um definitely an interesting situation but also i feel like i mean i guess if they're on a long trip but i feel like typically like Etiquette di- dictates that you also just don't poop in those anyway, you know? Yeah. <laughs> bus etiquette dictates that you don't poop in the bus toilet. <laughs> but I guess if you really have to go, you got to go, you know? Well, I mean, they're somehow implying that they took a class trip to France from England on a bus. <laughs> so that's a long trip. They had to drive across the entire ocean. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the English Channel, yeah. Okay, so is there, like, a driving option, then, from England to France? Yeah, I think you can drive through the tunnel, which is, like, the tunnel that, that joins it. But I, I feel like most often I hear about people taking the train through there, so I'm guessing there's... Yeah, what I thought. I thought the tunnel was just the train. I didn't realize that, like, like anybody could just drive through it. Unless they ferried across and we just missed that part. I don't know. Maybe. But I thought it was weird that they were taking a bus trip yeah. from an island <laughs> to a continent (laughs) yeah i don't know it was just funny but i I did like that it got them to be a little closer and then like he's adam's confiding in raheem for his poetry and he's realizing that like he's you know raheem is realizing that adam is more than just like this doof this like stupid oaf yeah so yeah you never know you never know oh yeah i I don't think, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do with his character, and yeah. Yeah. Um, I really liked Amy in this season. I love Amy. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote down, like, I didn't actually write down that many quotes, but several of them are by Amy because I just love everything that she says. (laughs) But (laughs) She's hilarious. Like, she's such a, like, a likable character. She is. I, you know, it's a, she has an important st- story as well, um, you know, trying to deal with the aftermath of, of sexual assault and like how that affects personal relationships. And, you know, I mean, that's also a point of like lack of communication because she's just kind of like dragging her boyfriend along, even though like she really can't be with him right now, um, which she does tell him at the end. But She does. I didn't say this season had great communication. I just said <laughs> it was better than the previous <laughs> yeah that's true that's true it's still bad it's still not great you it's just better than it was yeah i guess you can't really have a drama without lack of communication because where does the drama come from then 
Yes, but but that all of the characters do make an effort eventually to discuss their problems. More it's over. true. Things are. Re- I do feel feel like things were resolved overall more quickly in this season yeah. than in previous ones. And 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 like it was less frustrating because it yeah. wasn't just like blatant lack of communication, like. Or, or like misunderstanding kind of communication. It was more just like Amy wasn't ready to yeah. break up Steve yet because she didn't want to have to like admit that she needed time to herself to like figure out how how she feels about her body again, kind of thing. Right. Um, how many? I mean, she needs to make more vulva cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get all the, the different types of vulvas that are out there. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to allvulvasarebeautiful.com because they made it a real website oh it's an actual website no i didn't see it yeah i That's... did go to yeah, and did you find the... did you find your descriptor well the all of the, the american version of it anyways is there it's different than the one that she's looking at oh. on the show it's just like illustrations and and like personal stories about oh. there's vulvas there wasn't the named type of vulva. <laughs> she was like, she's like, ah, I'm definitely the geranium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, That's yeah, it's all for, for our viewers. It's all hyphen vulvas hyphen are hyphen beautiful dot com. If you're interested in checking out some illustrations of vulvas, there you go. <laughs> but no, yes, I, yeah, I love that, and I like. I, I don't know. It was, it was a neat thing to have Jean be her like therapist as well to get Jean yeah, in on the action. I, yeah, <laughs> she just like accidentally tells Jean all this stuff about Otis and Maeve. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "Who's Maeve? <laughs> How is Otis an asshole?" Yeah, what? Did, yeah, I love that. What did Otis do? <laughs> yeah. But um, so let's talk about the. Otis, Maeve, Isaac triangle that persists through most of this season. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I was really, really surprised that they had Isaac be the one to reveal that he had deleted the message from Otis. Yeah. I really didn't know how that was going to come out. I thought somehow it was going to be different. But the fact that like when things start getting like a little hot and heavy between them, he's like, I need to tell you this before we continue yeah i really liked it made me appreciate him a lot more because i was at the end of season two i was like what the fuck (laughs) yes i hated isaac so much for what he did and so this kind of redeemed him a little bit and like she says he's still an asshole for doing it but she's able to forgive him i think because he owns up to it yeah exactly so i really like that he did that um i like that they also explored like sexuality with with him between with Maven Isaac, I thought that was a cool plot point. Yeah. I did. And then honestly, like, just the fact that ultimately things come out. I mean, I knew Ruby and Otis were never going to work because he still likes Maeve, whether he wants to admit that to himself or not. So yeah. we could also talk about that story. Anyway, but with Maeve and Otis, I'm glad that finally they're at the same point where they both know that they like each other. Yes. So we finally reached a res. Well, we momentarily reached a resolution <laughs> with yes. that storyline, and for now about, she's going to America. We reach a resolution. <laughs> yep. And now she's going to America for like a summer, I don't, though, right? I don't, I don't know what that program was for. Was it six months or a year? 
I don't know. I don't think it's very long, though. I didn't get the impression that it was like an entire. She's not going to college in the U.S. yet or something. It's just... No, but it has to be longer than a week because she says something like, you know, well, are we still together? And she's like, well, we'll just have to see where I am when we get back, which makes me think it has to be like at least a semester or something or you know, half the year or something that yeah. she'll be gone. Maybe it's like the next, yeah, the next half of the semester or of the school Maybe. year couple of months or something probably she'll be getting back at like the same time that everybody else is trying to, to start school someplace new because Mordale is closed <laughs> right yeah but yeah. yeah I was glad that we finally got like a moment where they got to open up to each other and she got to hear what was on the message because of course Otis like literally had it word for word memorized because he's probably been replaying it every day in his head wondering why she didn't oh. respond why didn't she acknowledge this at all? I guess that's kind of how I thought it would come out would be like Otis would eventually ask Maeve, like, why did you ignore my message kind yep. of thing? And and she would be like, what message? And would have, you know, ultimately figure out that somebody, probably Isaac, had deleted it. Yeah, that's what I thought would happen, too. So when he actually, like, came out and said that he deleted it, I was like, damn. <laughs> and that was, like, pretty early on in the season, too. I was like, this is... I thought that was going to be the major plot point that needed to be resolved, but it turned out not to be. Yeah, no, that was, yeah, cause, yeah, it was probably better that it happened before anything happened too seriously between her and Isaac, at least. <laughs> yeah. But, Although plenty of serious things happened between um, Ruby and uh, Otis. Um, Ruby and Otis, like, I, you know it's not going to last at all, and yeah. I just like right from the beginning that it was hilarious um i'm so glad she tells him he has to shave his perv stash because that was <laughs> just the worst thing that he's ever done was grow one <laughs> yeah but uh, um i do think it's kind of sweet though that she kind of she ends up falling for him and yeah. you know he, we know he's still in love with Maeve, so of course he can't say i love you back to ruby and it kind of you know ends for that reason but yeah. i did enjoy <laughs> i loved yeah that whole thing too where like you know he is trying to in a way he's like he thinks that he's trying to get over mave by like starting to pursue an actual relationship but then when he comes to the point where like he's needs to confront the fact that he does not love ruby i i like that he you know just came out and and I guess he didn't say it immediately, but like he definitely says thanks or whatever. Um, that's nice or whatever he says to her after she says, I love you. But I'm glad that ultimately like they come to that point where he didn't just like say, I love you because that's what he knew that she wanted to hear. Right. I'm glad that we got an example of like, sometimes you don't love someone and that's right. okay too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he was honest about it and didn't just say I love you so that he could continue having sex with her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although I liked apparently too, it was very good. <laughs> right, apparently so. I liked that he um, he did ultimately start standing up for himself too, because at first like she was really trying to change him and then she didn't want people to be, well, first she didn't want people to know that he was even like, they were even together having sex. And then she, when they were dating, she kept trying to change him. So I'm glad ultimately he found himself again you know and was able to yeah. stick up for himself and, oh, that, but... and that ruby had like time to like actually experience more than just sex with a person because it was clear that yeah. that was the first time she'd ever been actually like in a relationship with someone 
that someone that she cared about for more than just like status symbols because right. yeah, that was the whole reason she didn't want people to know she was with Otis to begin with was because he was like below her, her station. So, you know, she, the, the idea that she was willing to date him as just Otis was a good step for her. Yeah. And ultimately like the situation with him not saying I love you to her ultimately helped her like get closer to her friends because she actually like invited them to her home which they'd right. never been to before. Right. I think that it strengthens their bond a little bit. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the glorious like episode and a half when the, their date, they're just having casual sex and she's just like controlling his life. It's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love when, when Ruby meets Jean and um, Jakob for the first time and Jakob's just like, who was that rude woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And clear, it's very clear that um, Jean doesn't give, uh, doesn't care much for her either. No, no, and she seems a little confused as to how Otis ended up in this situation. Yep. <laughs> it was good, Jean, that's the only reason. <laughs> yep, exactly. And the, the very first episode of this season opens with Otis having sex with somebody in the back of a car in the woods, and I replayed it because I was like, was that... Otis because I don't remember him having sex with anybody at the yeah. end of the last <laughs> like who is he with and I was like I really I think that's supposed to be Otis <laughs> yeah I loved I kind of like loved that the um the opening scene of episode one of season three is just a sex montage well except for Amy and, and Steve who are just jumping on trampolines but like everyone else <laughs> it's like the <laughs> sex montage I was like this is like a perfect opening to sex education yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh um, man. I also, did we did we leave ahead. off anybody important? Um, I just want to say real quick, like Amy and Maeve also like get really close during this season, which I love. Um, they even have a little I bit think, of a spat, but they do. I think that Amy and Maeve's relationship and Otis and Eric's relationship, like both of that, those relationships get deeper in this season yeah. and more meaningful, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Did we forget anyone? Um, I mean, Anything there's all the small stories, but... Yeah. I mean, and that's oh, what Jackson I mean. and Cal, I guess. Oh, Vivian and her boyfriend, too. Yeah, Vivian and Eugene and their, their role-playing. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much the extent of that, really. She was uncomfortable yeah. role playing, and then she's like, "Well, I have to tell you what I like." And now they're using both, which is nice. <laughs> That's a Elder. good example of what Lily and Ola should be doing: is compromising in the bedroom. Yes, exactly. Like it doesn't always have to have tentacles with penises at the end. Sometimes right. it could just be vaginas. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but with Jackson and and Cal. Yeah, I knew that wasn't going to work out. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But and I, I do like the way that it ends though, with Cal yes. kind of being like, I am still figuring out who I am and I can't carry you along with me. You know, like it's great that you're, you know, willing to learn about you know, the non binary community, but I can't be the one to try and teach you that as I'm still figuring it out myself. Yeah. I thought that was very mature of them. Yeah. I love these mature relationship endings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that Cal helps and I don't remember what their name was. Um but the Yeah. 
you don't remember their name either, do you? <laughs> I wrote it down, but I don't know if I'm going to find it. Um, I it started with an L, like Lilia, or but maybe I'm thinking Lily. Yeah, I can't remember. But um, I, I like that L helps them with like learning how to properly bind their chest with yeah. like a binder ace bandages that could break their ribs <laughs> right yeah when when they were binding it, yeah when they were binding at the beginning i was like well that's not going to end well so i'm glad that they yeah. reached out to to ask Cal. you can see that like they clearly have bruises all up underneath their armpits and everything so like it wasn't going well to begin with so i'm glad that they got help yeah i did find their name it is layla Oh, okay. Well, that's why I thought it was like Lily or something. Layla. Yeah. Not Lila. Not Lily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But okay. yeah. I also liked in this episode, like, we see a little bit of Jack, or this episode. Was it this episode? It might have been. This season, anyway. When we see Jackson, um, like, still being, like, still willing to be open and get closer to the his one mother who, you know, they kind of, like, lost their shared interest because he doesn't do sports anymore. Right. So I was glad that, you know, he asked her about like whether or not she always knew that she was a lesbian and she thought he was going to come out to her. And... Well, he doesn't give her any context as to why he's asking <laughs> those questions. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh, so I, guess... I, can, I can understand her confusion there. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess just briefly we can talk about Michael and Maureen if we want. We could. Like Michael, I... what do you think about this whole thing? Well, I think I'm with Maureen at the yeah. end. Like, I don't think that they should get back together. That's not the the answer here. But I do okay. like the development of Michael's character. Yeah. Um, it kind of like parallels the, the development of Adam. You know, I can see yeah. in like, they do a season four Adam and Michael getting like repairing their relationship as long as they both kind of continue forward with their development. Yeah, because yeah, Michael's finally breaking free from those or trying to break free from those like restraints put on him by his you know overbearing like everything must be hyper masculine whatever that means parenting um you know so if he is able to get past that i think he and adam will be able to have a good relationship and i like that maureen's kind of explaining exploring her her own thing (laughs) i love when she finds that giant dresser drawer and she just like slams the drawer shut initially (laughs) And then opens it back up slowly and picks it out. And it was massively terrifying. That is definitely a terrifying dildo, for sure. Oh, I could understand why she was concerned. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I do like that they're trying to make him to not be such a dick and that they kind of give some backstory to like explain why his character is the way that he is. Yeah. Um, unlike with Hope, you know, his yeah. backstory actually makes him more of a sympathetic character um whereas hope's backstory does not <laughs> right exactly but um, yeah yeah overall i was i was pleased with with that storyline i do wonder what's going to happen when the two teachers that he's living with that one teacher when they move in together where is michael going to go yeah i think he's gonna have to get ousted unfortunately Otherwise, i don't remember i names um <laughs> Her name is Emily. His name is something with a C. Okay. K- k- something. I don't remember. But they just call her Miss or Mrs. or something. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I like that their relationship is developing too. I like that he proposed to her and she's like, 
we've known Thank each you. other for literally less than a year or whatever, like a couple months. But I'm ready She's to like, move in. <laughs> will, will you marry me? No, we've been dating, only been dating for a few months. But I will move in with you. <laughs> and then I tears and he's like no no we're not engaged we're just moving in yeah and then like basically can we just get a fucking move on please what are we doing here um his, his, delay yeah. the trip they forgot two kids at a gas station <laughs> that was so silly uh his name is colin 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 and emily okay i like them they're cute together yeah <laughs> they are now that he knows how to do his dirty talking or whatever <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot that he was like, really into dirty talking. Yeah. <laughs> and he was real bad at it to begin with. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's pretty much like the main storylines. Again, we could keep going into like little ones, little ones, but it's been 50 minutes. So unless you want to like really take this long, I mean. I mean, they do a really great job at trying to like represent every single possible group. Um so like there are a lot of you know very small side stories some that are only like in one episode um so it's de- it's definitely worth watching you know the whole series really um they yeah. do they do a good job but there's way too much for us to discuss everything in detail <laughs> there is yeah because each episode yeah it does have its like the equivalent of like monster of the week it has sex case of the week and so we right. <laughs> we go through all of those um but yeah that's pretty much Pretty much season three, I guess, like, uh, uh, the last, last thing I'll mention about this is that um, we do have the little bit of a story between um, Aaron, which is Maeve's mother, and her and her sister and Maeve moving in with, like, the caregiver who's kind of, like, adopting her sister in a way or the the foster mother. So, like, Maeve's family is kind of, like, moving in a healthier direction and like that's where she gets the money from is from to go to america is from her mother um so you know they're they're trying to repair their relationship as well but she knows that she's not in a place to be like drug free yet which is what may have had to help her realize and that that's not really good a good environment for elsie to grow up in so yeah, I was very glad that Maeve's mother kind of accepted that in the end because yeah. she was right on the verge of basically kidnapping. Well, she kind of already had kidnapped Elsie and was like getting ready to get on a boat and leave the country with her. Yeah. I'm very glad that Maeve was able to talk her off that ledge and let you know, return to, to Anna. And I like that Maeve's moving in with them. Well, she moved in for like a day and then <laughs> it was leaving for America the next day, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I love too that like at the at that same time when she's like moving in, um, that's when Amy suggests that like she and Maeve can be each other's mom. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then she I gets... like Yeah, go ahead. As I was gonna say when when Maeve is basically saying she's not going yeah. to go to a and Amy's just like, if I told you I was going to pass up an amazing opportunity for a boy, what would you tell me? <laughs> and she's like, I'd tell you to get your head screwed on straight. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Very... It's like motherly advice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that now is the long and short kind of of sex education season three. Do you have any good we quotes? Continue. I do have a few um, by Amy. Of course. <laughs> 
uh, last week I didn't do a shit for five days. And then when I finally did do a poo, it felt like my bum had this gigantic orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, this is also from Amy when she gets, like, sh- go ahead. I was just going to say, May, Maeve's follow up to oh. Amy's that is, uh, your stories are always so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't she say like, thank you afterwards? Yeah, so thank you. She's so funny and oblivious to like context. Um, I like too when she gets, uh, when Maeve gets in her car and there's a goat in the back with Steve and she's just like, Maeve's like, who's this? And uh, Amy whispers, Maeve, that's Steve. And she's like, no, I I mean the goat. (laughs) And staying on the Amy train here, (laughs) when Amy says... My vagina doesn't look like this. One of it, one of my lip bits is longer than the other. <laughs> yeah. And she's like looking at a giant diagram of a, vi- of a vagina in Jean's office at the time. And she's like all hunched over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when she learns all about the website. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a, a quote from Jean who, when she finally confronts uh, Jakob about being pregnant, she's he's like, you know, shocked to see her her belly and she's like oh oh this funny story uh, you impregnated me <laughs> um i like when ruby says in response to like the school's new national anthem at the beginning why are they singing in elf language <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> which was actually latin yeah elf I, I think that's latin <laughs> um i like uh, adam when he's talking to otis at one point he's like because he always abruptly ends things. He's like, I'm going now. You should wear your normal clothes again. That top makes your neck look very long. And just walks away. <laughs> oh, I like when Ruby says, we've just watched a woman push something the size of a watermelon out of her <laughs> vagina. Nothing's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my exact feelings about birth. <laughs> yeah. Um <clears throat> I like that uh, Adam says to Eric at some point, um, I don't want to have sex with you. I want you to have sex with me. I want you to put your dick in me. That's how I would like to do it. And Eric's just like, I would love to put my dick in you. Which, like, that whole situation was so obvious for me to begin, like, at the very beginning. Like all they're trying, like, all Adam is trying to tell Eric is that he wants to be a bottom. And Eric is, also wanting to be the bottom, I think, and was just completely oblivious to, like, what was going on. <laughs> yep. It was very clear, like, the first time when they're in the bed still, like, yeah. slipping positions. And he keeps, Eric, I mean, Adam keeps putting himself in, like, a bottom position. Yes. And oh, then, like, God. Eric would try to put himself into, like, another bottom position. <laughs> like, come on, guys, you have to figure have figured out what's going on. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right so the the last quote i wrote down we kind of already talked about it a little bit but it was like um the the, the full quote that eric says Hmm. um breaks up with adam um i just feel like i'm ready to fly and you're just learning to walk and i've worked really hard to find myself and i'm beginning to lose who i am yeah i thought that was a mature quote it's so mature like if more people would realize that like they'd be a lot happier I agree. Um, let's see. I've got a couple more. I'll try to run through them quickly. Um, I have Amy who, you know, sharing her reservations about going to Jean. She's like, 
what if she thinks I'm wobbly in the brain? <laughs> Which is a good way of putting it. Um, yeah. I like also that uh, Jakob says to Otis after he, you know, tells him that he broke up with Ruby or he said he didn't love her, or couldn't be with her because he didn't love her. And uh, Jakob says, people deserve your whole heart, Otis. If you can't give them that, it's better they know. It's the kinder thing to do. Yeah. I love that. That's um, a good quote. I like Viv says <laughs> at one point, my boyfriend just referred to my vagina as a lady flower. And some random woman just says, dump him immediately. <laughs> well, I mean, there are worse things that could be referred to. <laughs> it's true. There are worse. Um, I like Viv uh, says to Ola when she talks about like missing her mom. She says, my aunt died last year and I thought the sadness would pass, but it never really goes away. It only gets smaller. Yeah. I thought that was good. Um when Maureen, oh no, when uh, Amy goes in to meet Jean, she sees all of the porn on the bench, I guess. And she says, nice tits. And Jean what? points out something. She's like, those are my favorites. And yeah. she's just like, those are lovely. I love that the, the goat eats those porn magazines. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Maureen leaves the little note like, goat ate your porn. Sorry. I, don't, I think it was Amy who said it. I didn't write it down. But she's like, oh, I think the goat's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I like Michael when he gets up and leaves his brother's place. Um, he His explanation is, because I can't bear to waste another precious second of my life pretending to like you. Yeah. Like, oh, his speech to his brother was just great. <laughs> it's so good. Like, more people should also embrace that mentality. Yes. <laughs> you know? Um, I agree. Another great one by Amy is, uh, I'm dying for a poo, and I'm so anxious, I think it's going to be a sloppy one. <laughs> I almost wrote that one down, but I'm like, I already got one poop quote by Amy. <laughs> <laughs> you did, yeah. Um, another one is when Jean is coming out of the drugs, and she's like, someone's taken my knickers. Did he take them? <laughs> also, when she declares that she's the king of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, she really is the king of everything. Makes sense. Um, okay, last couple quotes. Uh, one is um, Emily, who says to, I think, Jackson, maybe someone, she says, uh, speaking up for what you believe in is never a waste of time. You did the right thing. Yeah. And then the last, last quote I have is Jean talking to Otis about, they're talking about love. And uh, Jean says, um, I don't think any of us know that much about love. I just know we feel it when we feel it. Yeah. And that's it. And the end. And the end of <laughs> Sex Education Season 3. But yeah. And yeah, hopefully we'll see a Season 4 because there's definitely some storylines that need further development. Definitely. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Recommend the whole season, especially if you're into weird sex shows like we are <laughs> exactly it's uh, and british shows so it's yeah. the best of both it, worlds really it really is like a sex british show is about the best thing that you could ever want to watch so <laughs> <laughs> indeed but um but yeah if you did watch it uh, or if you just want to reach out to us you can hit us up on twitter at nno podcast 
Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com and feel free to send us any suggestions for other shows you might want us to discuss in the future, regardless of whether or not they talk about sex. We'll consider all options. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> if we must. If we have to. <laughs> you can't come up with another good sex show for us. We'll think of discussing other topics. Exactly. But until then, thanks everyone and goodbye. Uh- Ha <laughs> ha.